Welcome to the Daily Linton devotional podcast from the First United Methodist Church of Fort Worth. This is the sixth Monday in Lent. Holy God, when deceitful people assail our character, remind us of just virtues that you yourself practice in your dealings with humanity. Bring us to a more intimate knowledge of your joyous righteousness, so that we may hope in you with all our being. Amen. Our scripture reading today comes from Exodus, chapter 14, verses 1 through 19. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to turn back and set up camp in front of Pi-Hahiroth, between Migdal and the sea in front of Baal-Zephon. You should set up camp in front of it by the sea. Pharaoh will think to himself, The Israelites are lost and confused in the land. The desert has trapped them. I'll make Pharaoh stubborn, and he'll chase them. I'll gain honor at the expense of Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. And they did exactly that. When Egypt's king was told that the people had run away, Pharaoh and his officials changed their mind about the people. They said, What have we done, letting Israel go free from their slavery to us? So he sent for his chariot and took his army with them. He took 600 elite chariots and all of Egypt's other chariots with captains on all of them. The Lord made Pharaoh, Egypt's king, stubborn, and he chased the Israelites who were leaving confidently. The Egyptians, including all of Pharaoh's horse-drawn chariots, his cavalry, and his army, chased them and caught up with them as they were camped by the sea, by a Pi-Hahiroth in front of Baal-Zephon. As Pharaoh drew closer, the Israelites looked back and saw the Egyptians marching towards them. The Israelites were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Weren't there enough graves in Egypt that you took us away to die in the desert? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt like this? Didn't we tell you the same thing in Egypt? Leave us alone. Let us work for the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to work for the Egyptians than to die in the desert. But Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand your ground and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see ever again. The Lord will fight for you. You just keep still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to get moving. As for you, lift your shepherd's rod, stretch out your hand over the sea, and split it in two so that the Israelites can go into the sea on dry ground. But me, I'll make the Egyptians stubborn so that they will go in after them, and I will gain honor at the expense of Pharaoh, all his army, his chariots, and his cavalry. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain honor at the expense of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his cavalry. God's messenger, who had been in front of Israel's camp, moved and went behind them. The column of cloud moved from the front and took its place behind them. You might be surprised that a scripture reading in Holy Week would include a story from early in the exodus of the people of Israel away from captivity in Egypt. But it's worth remembering that Jesus is the fulfillment of what God's been up to for thousands of years, rescuing humanity, delivering us from pain and suffering, 
And part of that story involves moments of fears and doubts and believing that things couldn't possibly get worse, wondering if God's promises are still true. Imagine how the people of Israel would have felt in this moment, having felt the hand of God in and through their community, all of a sudden seeing their captors turning and arriving over the horizon. What an easy time to doubt, what an easy time to fear, what an easy time to wonder if God had given up on God's people. Holy Week and the journey to the cross is a time where we remember what it is to doubt, to fear, and to wonder. And it's only in fully experiencing these feelings and emotions that we can understand the joy that Easter has for us. Our music selection today for Palm Sunday is There is a Great Day, played by Taylor White with the help of technology on six trumpets. Let the trumpets resound, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest.
Our reading for reflection today comes from Reuben P. Job and Marjorie J. Thompson in Companions in Christ. Jesus' life gives us a supreme example of spiritual life as a journey. Like us, Jesus began his earthly sojourn as a helpless, vulnerable infant, completely dependent on the nurture of his parents and the providential grace of God. He grew from childhood to the maturity of adulthood, all the while coming to fuller consciousness of his identity in relation to the one he knew as father. Even at age 12, he was at home in his father's house among the elders of Jerusalem. He was firmly oriented in his unique relationship with God and received divine affirmation for his vocation, specifically in his baptism and at his transfiguration. Jesus knew intensely personal communion with God. He knew many high and holy moments of divine power manifested in and through himself. He knew the joy of community with his disciples and with the crowds who revered him. But he was not immune to struggle, disappointment, or the sting of rejection from friend and foe alike. Surely the experience of temptation in the wilderness was one of disorientation and reorientation for Jesus. On more than one occasion, Jesus expressed his frustration with disciples and others who repeatedly misunderstood his teachings and his basic purpose. Even more the agony of Gethsemane, the experience of betrayal and denial by his closest human companions, and the ultimate horror of feeling abandoned even by God, reveal a depth of disorientation in Jesus' life journey that defies our comprehension. Yet Jesus pioneered for us the ultimate reorientation to God's loving purpose in the glory of his resurrection. God's final word is life, not death. Communion, not separation. Let us pray. Great and loving God, on our journey of Holy Week, allow us to recognize that while we may fear things that trouble us arriving over the horizon, in Christ Jesus, you have assured us that you are with us and for us. Help us follow the path of Christ growing in our relationship with you, opening ourselves to your graces and purpose for us. Help us to experience the bottomless love that is present in and for our lives, as made known to us in Christ. As we pray, we pray for ourselves, for the world around us, and for the people that we love. And together, we say the words that Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.